Welcome to the Pilot Boys Podcast, where you'll get the real on all things sports, music, and pop culture. And here are your hosts, Vish Want and Partha. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pilot Boys Podcast. This is the deep dive for episode 149. Today, we're talking about why it is more important to be decisive than right. And I, I love this topic, BM. I'm so glad you brought it up. I think it, it's just something that has been resonating a lot recently with a lot of what, you know, I think I've been going through in life, just really starting to find passion for like embracing opportunities to be wrong and just seeing how life can really accelerate when you're just quick to make a decision. And you're okay messing it up. Yeah, I think that that's, that's kind of the, um, the malaise that I think a lot of people get stuck in is they have so much fear of making the wrong decision that they're indecisive. And the reality is, is once you've experienced enough of life, I can completely understand that in, in, in the phase where you're still developing, right? If you're 10, 15, even 20 years old, and you don't necessarily have the life experiences to understand <laughs> that you're going to be wrong more often than you're right in life. That's just the general truth. And once you understand that general truth, you realize that it's more important to be decisive, even if you're completely wrong and you make the wrong decision, because you can course correct yeah. versus not making a decision at all because you want to be right when you make the decision completely changes changes the window of time for you to even know if you're right or wrong and basically gets you stuck in place and keeps you from progressing. I couldn't agree more. It's funny how you know a lot of the people who struggle with this, I feel like, are also the ones who care the most about their personalities. It's like an ego or their reputation. I mean, it's like an ego thing in their personality. So you'll have folks who, you know, for the sake of being right, will essentially create chaos and indecision and doubt in everybody else because it's just spilling out of them in such volume. And those types of people, man, like, it's not easy to be around them. No, it's not. And and it's not just not easy to be around them for the people outside, but it's also hard for them to be around themselves because they don't realize that what they're doing is essentially keeping themselves in a position of, you know, mediocrity. I, I don't want, you know, and I mean that word sincerely, because if you are are so scared to make decisions or so fearful to make decisions, then you don't have the ability to be more than mediocre, right? Because if you don't take the risk, you can't get the reward. And I think there's so much emphasis on today's society with social media and everything about, you know, taking control of your life, you know, being the captain of your own destiny, even our brand pilot boys is, is all about that. But the reality is, is, is part of that is taking control of making hard decisions and and deciding on them and sometimes that decision is no decision at all right to leave things as they are that is one of the decision outcomes of going through the process but you actually have to make that as a decision not just not do anything because you don't want to decide yeah that's well said i think that indecision or or as they say like analysis paralysis is like one of the most one of the most frequent ways in which people end up not getting anything done and try to justify that they got a lot of things done. It's like, oh, I planned this, I planned that. Well, planning never did shit for anybody. You know what I yeah. mean? 
computing is what actually creates results and gives you information. It's like this, this, uh, there's like a fear of being wrong that I think is cultivated probably at a young age, probably in school with, you know, not great teachers. There's, there's just this fear of it. It's, it's the opposite. I feel like I've dealt with that in probably a different sense where it's been like, there's been this fear of standing out too much for me, where it's been almost like being a, a relatively low bullshit type of person, being pretty clear about what I want. Like there's never been really like strong, like rational justifications for a lot of my decisions other than, you know, I it's an intuitive decision. And so there's this kind of other side to this where it's like when you when you do have a really great connection with yourself you can't really explain why you want to make decisions you want to make. You just kind of know that that's the right move for you in that, in that time. And folks who do like to overthink just can't even fathom how you could make a decision like that. Yeah. It's hard for them to understand. And part of the reason that the intuition thing is important, intuition comes from experience, you know what I mean? And part of the reason that you can trust your, your judgment is that you've, you trust your instincts that you are naturally analyzing the situation without having to necessarily do a deep dive into why you're making the decision. You kind of already kind of know where you stand and you can just go, you can make the decision. And and you bring up a really good point is that in, in a sense that being accountable for your own decisions too, that's part of the reason that you are able to make decisions because you also are able to take the accountability for those decisions and what comes with that. And I think that that's another part of the fear element of making decisions is, is the fear of fear of consequences that come from making a decision either way. So it's much easier just to kind of stay in the stay neutral and not, not make a decision. You know, I I think one of the things that helped me the most in terms of this, like being okay, making mistakes is like legitimately watching Donald Trump be president where I was, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, there's like really no consequences for most of the shit. Like the things that things that I was scared of making mistakes on, I watched him go like 10x beyond the line. <laughs> like yeah. what scared me. <laughs> there are no consequences. I'm like, oh, okay. I have a lot more room to play with here in terms of airing. Whatever consequences are pretty short term, right? They're especially in the in the day and age that that we live in. There's almost no mistake that you can make um, that you can't recover from. Right. And that's kind of what um, society is also built on is second chances, third chances, fourth chances, not saying that you should just behave irrationally. I think part of this is developing yourself to to be in a position where you trust yourself um, and your instincts to make decisions. And then also, if you do make the mistakes, that the mistakes aren't going to be so drastic. Right. Like deciding to go rob a bank is not just a mistake. You know, I mean, that's like a conscious decision to do something that, you know, comes with some bad consequences or as, you know, making a, uh, a a decision to invest in a piece of equipment that's very expensive is those are two completely different things. Right. Um, that you don't necessarily have the money you have to finance for. That is kind of can be a very stressful scenario, but that is a scenario where you analyze the consequences. They're not the same as. Hey, am I going to decide? Am I going to rob this bank or not? You know. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you have the 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 ability or the deductive reason to say, "Hey, maybe there's another way that I can get some money." <laughs> it is it, the whole the whole thing around uh, decision making, and especially like 
what other people will think of your decisions. Like that's, I think, where a lot of people break down as well is like societal judgment on decisions that go against the norm is it's always been incredibly high. And when you when you have, you know, quote unquote mistakes or any sort of decision you make that's not a popular decision, there are going to be some consequences from it. But at the end of the day, I, I think what what it took me a long time to learn in life is that the consequences that um, exist for making a decision that's in line with your heart are like actually great. They're like great things for you. They're they're not bad at all. Like everyone tells you, like oh, like you know, nobody will hire you. Nobody will do this with you. Nobody will do that with you. Nobody will want to be around you or be your friend or whatever that fear is. Like it usually ends up being way, way, way better. I can't think of a single situation where I went with my intuition and it turned out worse for me. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think also like I've I've learned like through through business as well that this whole idea of not being decisive, like what you were talking about earlier about execution versus analysis, right? Um, typically, whenever there's m- momentum is built on activity, right? Uh, and you can't build momentum if you aren't making and executing things. And when you trust your in- intuition, you just know by virtue of action that there's going to be positive momentum. And if you trust that, you know, in a business setting and you trust your intuition, you realize that that is what's most important. I would rather hire someone who may not necessarily always think through their decisions, but makes decisions that they think are going to continue to build the business because then you build up basically a large volume of of items that are creating momentum versus just saying oh we have to execute this this plan perfectly you know (laughs) and a perfect plan typically there is no such thing as a perfect plan first of all there's nobody that i know that's even constructed a fully thought out business plan um, that's ever looked at that business plan even a month later and said, hey, we're doing everything that we were supposed to do in this business plan and nothing is different. Like yeah. planning planning for something in a world that's constantly changing is almost, it, to me, feels like a completely irrational and illogical thing to do. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I think the whole idea of planning comes from a fear of the future. But if you trust, it's like, I've been saying this a lot recently, but either you think you're God or you believe in God. And if you yeah. think you're God, you think you can plan the future and you get you think people who are not planning the future are not responsible. If you believe in God, you realize you actually don't have any control. And so when things don't go according to plan, you don't internalize those things anymore and make them about you. You just understand that there's a better plan that you couldn't have fathomed that's happening for you. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you're you you know you figure out what the right thing to do is is by making doing all the wrong things, right? Like you can never know what's right for you if you haven't made mistakes and you haven't made choices. Like there's a you know, and I find this attribute in a lot of like highly educated people. Um, what you were just talking about, right? Their idea that everything needs to be planned is a reflection on their kind of OCD necessity to have control over every element of their life and that belief and this isn't they actually do believe they're god as a result of the the achievements they've attained 
and what society has told them through their grades, through accolades, through awards. But I find that a lot of highly educated people are also very, very challenged when they have to make decisions that involve a lot of pressure um, and where the consequences are not something that they can plan out for or can think about. If they have to make impulsive or in the moment decisions, a lot of them tend to struggle with that. Yeah. I got, dude, I honestly, I couldn't agree more. I think it's, it's funny when you see people really start to make the change within themselves in terms of like, I heard this concept from a friend. It's a door being like a one-way door and a two-way door. And like a lot of decisions you make in life are two-way doors, meaning like you can always come back through the door if you don't like what's on the other side. There's yeah. very, very few one-way doors, but we treat all of our decisions like they're one-way doors, like they're permanent. Yeah. And it's like it's such a flawed mentality because if you were if you were approaching life like really like okay i'm going to try on this try on that and see how how it works for me you'd grow you'd evolve you'd you'd have a bunch of experiences you'd have fun through it but when you're scared of you know what are the consequences of every single decision i can make then you know you're paralyzed from day 1 and i've had i've had business partners who who were like this who needed every single step to be perfect and as a result like they paralyzed themselves you know and it's it's sad when you see people in that state, but at the same time, it's like it's a self-created state. So it's like really not that sad because you just you just decided it for yourself. Like you could feel bad for someone, but they're they're strongly choosing misery very often. Yeah, they are. They are. And I, I like to make a make a sports analogy whenever whenever I talk about this, which is, you know, if you bet 300 in the in Major League Baseball. That's 30% of the time you get a hit, you know, you are getting paid very handsomely for going 30%. In basketball, if you, uh, most players don't even shoot 50%. Three-point range, you're talking about the greatest shooters of all time or maybe 40%. That's the greatest shooters. But if you're above 35%, you're, 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 you're a pretty good shooter, Right. Um, and, and then also, you know, and I, and I think also in business, the way you extend that out is if you shoot 10% in business, you know, you're going to be successful. If you look at some of the most successful people in the world, most of the things that they tried didn't work. It's that one thing that they did that worked and they got extraordinary results from that one thing. And then in addition to that, repeating that success is very difficult even for these people who are highly successful have all the resources in the world they're not it's not just continued success it's usually one thing that they got right and when yeah. you put it into that context that you realize like the only way i'm going to get that one thing right is by taking as many shots as i possibly can while i can and that's how you get there there is no other roadmap to getting there other than taking the shot. It's not making the shot, it's taking the shot. And that's yeah. what decision making is, is actually having the courage to say, I'm going to take the shot, I'm going to take the shot. And it not to have that pause or swing the bat, you know, whatever your analogy wants to be, you want to be, that's what decision making is. I'm actually going to take the shot. Because if you don't take the shot, nothing happens, more likely, your outcomes are not going to get better. But if you take the shot, you have a chance of being right. You have a chance of being wrong. And all you need to do is hit a few shots. And that's what I think 
is is the most important thing to look at life as um, is just a series of shots. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And you, I, I agree with you in business. You really only need one shot. You don't need yep. need to go in. And in business, I think the failure rate's much higher than than sports in terms of you know thirty percent would be a dream in business. Yeah. You know, yep. it's really more like uh, even ten percent would be nice. You know what I'm saying? Like. As long as you can embrace the fact that the process is more important than the outcome and you just enjoy like trying, then you're set for success. Like that's the mentality of success. And I think that's kind of where my takeaway comes from a lot of this stuff is I, I, you know, I don't think any, anything can be determined based off of a single decision, any outcome, because the world is always changing. Like we mentioned earlier. But if you can find the place within yourself where just the act of being decisive and seeing what happens as a result of that is what fuels you on a human level, you're going to have the most experiences. And if you have the most experiences, you're going to have the most wins. Yeah. And not only will you have the most wins, you have the most insight to then be able to make decisions more intuitively, right? That's the other part of experience and just taking the shots. You learn so much more than the people who just sit there and say, I'm going to have this carefully constructed plan. I'm going to take as few shots as possible. If this doesn't work, then their lives fall apart, you know, versus somebody who has a whole bunch of experiences and knows that planning doesn't always work. It's like your likelihood of, of being able to make the next decision is better. Yeah. 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 I think people really just want to be smarter than other people. And I think that's what drives it all is like, you know, if you want to be a better shooter than someone else, you have to shoot more shots, not less to get better at it. You know, yeah. and it's like in life, it's like you want people have this like complex where it's like, I want to be a brilliant business person. And so I want my ideas to be right, like from inception. And it's like, okay, well, you're, if you're, just like trying to have everything right from the beginning like first of all you're going to have less opportunities to fail from like that construct that you set up in second it's just like your your own ego your own desire to see yourself a certain way has now limited you from performing at your best so you know the the entire approach to wanting to be the be the best like you have to flip it like to become the best you have to fail the most and so you should be seeking opportunities for failure not opportunities to succeed yeah, you, you bring up a very valuable valuable point in terms of ego and how it impacts. We, we talk about ego on the show a lot, but you're right. A lot of this comes from the desire to be recognized for being right in your decision making. You know, when you dismiss that and you dismiss your ego, it becomes a lot easier for you to to make these decisions because you realize and you take yourself out of them. If it is the right decision, it will show itself to be the right decision. All you can really control is your effort and energy toward that decision. You can't predetermine, hey, I'm right. The decision is that I, I trust my instincts, right? And, I, and your instincts might be wrong sometimes, you know? But overall, you're going to keep pointing north by doing that. And I think by letting a decision be based on ego, you're, in, you're basically putting your 
success and failure based on whether or not it drives something to you. And sometimes decisions aren't meant to benefit you too. Not all decisions are meant to be of benefit to you personally or benefit to your your resume or benefit. Some of the things that you put out in this world really truly are supposed to be to, to better the world, not better yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's that's a great point. You know, it's is your goal to improve the world or is it just to take from the world? And I think that that's a great starting question to ask yourself if you are struggling with these decisions. Yep. Well, I, I think on that note, um, that's a pretty good breakdown on decision making. Uh, you know, I mean, I think the simple thing is just do it more, screw up more and just embrace it. Yep. That's all you can do. So you can do. And on, the, on that note, stay moving, be you, you was fly. Pilot Boys out. Pilot Boys, we get on up.